Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality. Today, I'm super excited. This is a person that we've had, like, I feel like this, like, cute little Twitter follow and follow back relationship for quite a while. Um, So I'm really excited to finally get them in the virtual studio and talk to, actually talk to them in, in, in voices where you hear each other what love it okay so this is get this everybody this is uh, a lovely uh fellow pro dom but she's based in paris and she has just written an amazing fucking book which we're going to talk about a bunch it's called the heart of the dominatrix portraits and interviews of exceptional mistresses my goodness please welcome to the mic everybody and nana justice Hello. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me here. I'm uh, so excited. <laughs> I know I am too. Uh, like uh, like you said, we've kind of had a little uh, Twitter flirt going on yeah. for quite some time. And I'm just going to start this out by disclosing everything <laughs> about how I feel about Lady Pym. Uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she was the first person that I contacted for a custom video. Uh, That's so fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. You're such a lovely, wonderful, radiant person. Oh my God. Get out of here. But no, no. (laughs) I'm still here. Uh, No, your energy, your laugh, your style. Oh, gosh. Uh, of course, your physical attributes as well. But uh, more than that, your energy is just so rad. Oh, and, my uh, One night a few years ago, I was like, oh, you know, cruising on Twitter. <laughs> as one does. To- yeah. to- to- totally crushing on girls, as I do. <laughs> <laughs> and... At that moment, you posted up, a, uh, you posted a thing uh, like, "Hey, if you're looking for a custom, yeah. uh, I'm available." And it was the right moment. Uh, I was like, "Oh, oh!" And I, uh, it, it kind of a little sh- shyly or like it was a it was very my cute email. email. It was a very cute email. <laughs> <laughs> Because despite the fact that I'm really self-assured and really self-confident and all that, uh, there's something about contacting someone for a, a session or a custom or yeah. a video or yeah. something private. And uh, I asked you for something that was really private. I kind of yeah. divulged a little secret. It's um, vulnerable, right? It's really vulnerable, yeah. and it's something that I really appreciate when subs contact me, and and I think in part thanks to that experience and other experiences that I've had in being a uh, a client of sex workers, mm-hmm. because I'm not just a sex worker, I'm also a client of sex workers, mm-hmm. uh, I think that it's really made me appreciate that, that vulnerable state, and giving me that opportunity that like I feel like you gave me that opportunity to open up and to explore that <laughs> and to like be more understanding of the people that come and see me oh, uh, I love that I love this for so many reasons because like I think that's so important to know what you know our potential clients or clients are going through on the other side of the phone, you know, the other side of the email, the other side of um, the booking form. It's like, yeah, it's that thing that it's like, oh, yeah, this is kind of challenging in its own little ways, you know, fucking stressed me out. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. So it's like, oh, yeah, that could be a reminder to be, you know, to be a little more empathetic, if they're not totally doing it 
you know, exactly how they're quote unquote supposed to, or like, yeah, just like when people do divulge kind of that intimate, vulnerable information, it's like to, you know, really be compassionate about it. And just that all the like safe, safe, safe space stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, that stuff really is important to someone, especially doing it for the first time. They're probably fucking freaking out, you know? Indeed. And, uh, <laughs> I love beginners. Like I'm one of my, yeah. I love beginners. Yeah. And like I love that vulnerability and I love that like unknown aspect. I love being the first person to let people experience a, a certain emotion or a certain sensation or uh, and, special. and I I was lucky to be able to experience that because I've got a lot of experience mm -hmm, in BDSM. Mm -hmm. But a couple of years ago when I contacted you for a custom video, I was able to re-experience that. I love that. And oh. that was really amazing for me to like be able to relive that first time Yeah. because it's been a, a bunch of freaking years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it could be your first time like there can be a lot of first times along the way even years into that's right. a good point right it's like okay i've done this but i haven't done this so right, I, right. I have all those feelings all over i've been again. like sticking needles in people's balls for like a really long time but it was the first <laughs> <laughs> but it was my first time asking for something especially i don't identify as a bottom I don't identify as a submissive, but I really, I really wanted you to talk to me intimately with yeah. this video that I requested from you. Uh, yeah. And I had specific requests. Uh, and that was really special for me. And like you said, it, it made me a little bit more aware of what my first timers or newcomers or or even not newcomers, even the, yep. even the people that have been seeing doms for years and years and years, like that, that first step of contacting someone and reaching out and being like, Hey, this is what I want. Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, yeah. It's the thing of like, yeah, okay. Maybe they've seen pros or maybe they have a ton of lifestyle, but it can feel new, feel new for a lot of reasons. It's like, okay, but you've never been with me specifically, or, yes. you know, you know, maybe it is your first time with a pro, but you do have a lot of lifestyle, but it still feels that new. It's that new kind of context and, uh, total like structure of everything. Like there can be a lot of reasons that something feels scary and new even though maybe you are a kinkster, a long-time kinkster, or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And, and yeah, I always, one thing I do, I make sure I say with new people, like for in-person stuff, when, like, I ask them how they're feeling, you know, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, I've read their form and I have all the information, you know, we'll go over it, of course, in person. But like, I want to know how you're feeling right now. How are you feeling today? What's your body doing? You know, and they'll usually be like, oh, well, I'm nervous. I'm excited, but I'm, I'm, I'm honestly super nervous. And I, the first thing I want to say is like, just like you said of like the thing of like liking that new energy i'm like don't worry i i love cute little nervous submissives like yes it's an adorable <laughs> it's you're adorable and like it's a fun energy to work with you know and it makes me feel kind of intimidating in this kind of powerful way so i like it in that way too it's like the first thing i just say is like i i, I totally understand it's totally okay thank you for being here you know I think that's, that's, that's exactly it. Like, uh, I understand that you're nervous and I love that. And I'm going to feed on that. Yeah. Uh, like that, that's what gives me energy also. Uh, yeah. And that was something that I, I got to experience with you <laughs> as, uh, as my first custom dom. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first custom video. It's so special. I love it. <laughs> it, it really was special. And I'm, I'm going to remember that forever, which is one of the reasons that I love newbies also in, in my personal practice. Like, yeah. I love initiating people into this world because they're always going to remember me. Like, who doesn't remember the first time yep. uh, uh, that they brushed their teeth alone that they drove a car alone 
that they kissed someone that like we we remember our first times that's so true and and lady pim uh, you're gonna go down in my history of first times (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so special honestly i'm all i also feel like on the you know other side of that of like when sex workers like either book me for in-person sessions or like yeah book me for like creating something for them or any of that or send me a tribute like any of the you know typical kind of client role but it's a sex worker or it's another dominant or whatever I'm I feel equally as special um to be on the receiving end of that you know what I mean like that's always memorable for me when I think back I'm like you know that that always feels really different than just a regular day at the office you know I'm like ooh, I'm gonna I don't know I'm gonna take more care with this or I'm gonna like put a little more energy into this or something you know something feels really special on this end also about it yeah I totally understand that uh not that we have on one hand yes we have preferences but uh yeah we do take extra care when it's someone that we uh quote unquote respect more because they're in the same line of business that we are yeah uh I was in the restaurant business for a really long time. Oh, and same. I know- <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I know that I always did my best. Uh, I always did my best when I was in the kitchen or with- when I was on the floor. Uh, but when I had another chef at the table in front of me, Ooh, yeah, you know, like it- yeah. you take it to another level. Like, yes, I always do my best, but... When this person's in front of me, I'm going to go uh, an extra step further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not you know, saying we it, don't do our best all the time. Right, but like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. But it's just, it's <laughs> professional courtesy or admiration or wanting to, uh, wanting to please the, our, our public, our, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this brings up kind of a cool topic. Um which we said we, you know, we might come across uh, this thing of like sex workers supporting sex workers, um, but like in this specific way of like book each other, you know, like. Oh my God, yes. Order that custom. Like you can support each other by being like a supportive network and blah, blah, blah. But like on this other side, it's like you can buy content from each other. You can. like send them tributes you can like do all of this stuff which is like this whole other kind of way to support someone in their craft and show your appreciation so getting back to the restaurant business i think Mm -hmm. that this is a really valid like uh, comparison of what i try to do in sex work um so i i have yet to book an in-person sex uh, I, I've, I haven't yet booked an in-person um, sex worker. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a total OnlyFans junkie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, 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 unfortunately, it's the only platform that's really like uh, kind of universal. Yeah, OnlyFans yeah. or loyal fans or just for fans or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I really like to support sex workers. Uh I, my restaurant was always the best because I'm the best. Uh, (laughs) But (laughs) Pim, why are you laughing? (laughs) I just, the confidence is just amusing. It's always joyful. (laughs) But I want to go check out other restaurants. Yeah. It's really important for me to go check out other restaurants. The Italian restaurant that's next door. A pizzeria? Yep. Okay. That's a, that sounds really cool tonight. Uh, I'm going to go check out this pizzeria. Oh, there's a Greek restaurant that I want to check out. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Uh, there's a Polish restaurant that has a really good menu tonight. Uh, yeah. Much like sex work, I want to explore a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, that is available to me on a on a platform, on platforms, uh, at my fingertips. Yeah. So to be able to support 
uh, women and people, not just women, m mostly women because of, because that's my personal preference, but uh, to support women, uh, to support people through their work as their restaurant, as their sex work, whatever. Yep. Is super important. Yeah. Because like, I owned, um, I owned a restaurant for a time and one of my favorite things again on the receiving end of that one of my favorite things is with the other owners of local businesses came like they were my favorite customers you know what i mean like especially people that owned other food establishments coming into mine like that is such like an act of respect and of like you know yeah that mutual kind of support and like you know, are you a food, you know, do you like this, just love this one restaurant or are you a foodie? You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. And you're just, you're passionate about the craft and you want to see all the ways it's done. And that's just going to enhance the way you do your work. That's like, that's the thing, right? Because it's interesting actually how you said, um, you're like, I don't necessarily identify as like a bottom or a submissive, but, you know, I'm interested in actually asking this of you then like, what did you, what was the takeaway? You said the intimacy, which is really important. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit more of like what, why, yeah, maybe why you did that and what you got out of it? Uh, with the connection that I felt with you. So it's a little bit complicated because, uh, you know, crushes are weird. <laughs> <laughs> and so I kind of, I've kind of had a crush on you for like a super long time. Uh, and knowing that you're uh, a dom and also a switch, um, it really put me in confidence, like it really put me at ease to ask you to let me explore, uh, how can I say this? I'm thinking in French, this is the problem when you, when you, when you live in another country for a really long time, you start thinking in two languages. Uh, uh, it really let me, uh, Think about like how I would be if I were a client of yours, right? Which I was, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I was, and and it was beautiful to be like, okay, this is what I want, and let's not kid ourselves about it. When we see clients, mm -hmm. even though we we twist and turn the situation to to enjoy it ourselves, we're taking the client's needs into account. Of course, yeah, yeah. I have my own needs, my own desires, of course. Yes. But I'm also listening to the other person. Primarily, I would say, at least in my practice, you know, it is centered, centered on them, you know. Of course, I maintain my own boundaries and I only offer stuff that I like to do and enjoy doing and I'm passionate about doing. However, it's like during a scene, yeah, it's about the client and making sure that their fantasy gets met and all of that stuff. See, that's something that shifted for me recently. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I've talked about this with a few girlfriends recently uh, that... Uh, Clients now, uh, so that was definitely my practice for a really long time. Yes. And of course, I want clients to leave happy. And I want client, I want not just clients, but subs or people that I see to leave happy and fulfilled and joyful and uh, wanting to explore further. Mm -hmm. uh, but something that's shifted for me recently is that uh, now I, I want them to be there for my pleasure also. Like yeah. it, it, that, it, that it, it's been, it was a big change for mm -hmm. me to be like, okay, I'm providing a great service, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I feel like I do or did or, or do. Uh, 
but now it's become something different for me that they're coming to, for lack of a better word, worship me. Like, mm-hmm. You now have the right to be here. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. a really big shift for me as a dom. Yeah, I hear that. I think I go kind of in waves surrounding this, and it might be kind of the thing of the people, because people come and see us for all sorts of reasons, right? And of it's course. like. It could be that thing of just, I'm handing a list of things I want to do, like a list of activities, and right. we're banging through them. You know what I mean? And it doesn't go to that, that space where it's not just like, I am in customer service, and this is the service I am providing. Um, maybe that's because they're a regular, and it's really clear that they are here to see me. They're not here to do the activities. Like, it's more person-based rather than activity-based. It's more about the dynamic uh, and the intentionality of the activities and the connection. So, like, you know, when, you know, you start to realize it's more like that for this person, like, they really mean they want to worship you. They really mean they want to serve you rather than, like, oh, you know, doing something that serves them and call it service, right? So I think, yeah, it's interesting because some of the times it feels like I'm in customer service. And some of of the times, yeah, 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 you know, it essentially is, right? It's a job, we provide a service. But um, yeah, it's, it is a big shift when it's like, oh, this can be more, this can be like real DS, like not just this person's fantasy like this can really be about dominance where i really am the focus but i feel like for me those moments are fewer rather than uh certainly not the majority you know what i mean but yeah i hear you on that for sure yeah uh i don't know if i'm lucky or because i've just changed my perspective on it yeah Uh, uh, i think that it's maybe a little bit of both uh, to have a couple of real subs. I hate, yeah, I hate right. that term. I no, hate I that know, term. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> real subs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that have given me confidence to do what I do and do what I do best, mm-hmm. uh, which has therefore drawn more submissive men towards me and i i say men because uh unfortunately uh i only have about like that unfortunately (laughs) yeah please ladies if there are any ladies listening please come see me (laughs) yeah same 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 yeah always pleased to Uh, have non-men yep yeah non-men yes non-men non-men i love i love men i love men i'm not I'm not someone that uh, got into this because I hate men. On the contrary. Of course. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that's sustainable, is it? Men. To get no, into this. No, it isn't. No, no. Because you have to deal with men every day. So if you hate men, <laughs> probably not God, the best job for miser- you. What a miserable situation. <laughs> yeah, you're a masochist. You, yeah, you're... <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Try another job, lady. Yeah. <laughs> no, I adore men. I adore men. I always say that I'm like I'm like eighty percent lesbian, like forty percent hetero. Uh, Eighty forty, you just said. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Yes, I'm really good at math. Yes, and yeah, (laughs) yeah, what? (laughs) Yeah, so. (laughs) So I'm very, I'm very sexual. Twenty percent more sexual than most people. Then right, so. And what? <laughs> and and claiming and claiming. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Um. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. I was like, I wonder if you're gonna want to talk about that. So I appreciate you being like, oh no, we're talking about it. Um. Because <laughs> it really sex? no about like the custom and and letting that spur. Um, like some conversation about like booking each other and stuff like that. I just thought that's a really adorable jumping off point because it was very special to me too. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 mm-hmm. ladies, so yes, la- I'm, ladies, I'm just like, ladies, <laughs> we're here for you. 
Yeah. We're on two different continents. We're we're already like coexisting on two different work. continents. Yeah. Yeah. Come yep. see us. We love you. Truly, yeah. I think those are like yeah, I think sex workers booking other sex workers are like one of the most memorable when the, they feel really special and unique. Under that is like any non-man that comes to see me. They're like, you know, they're very special, very memorable, all of that stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's it's just it's all different. They're all different and special and unique in different ways. And I think it definitely is that thing when I have a non-man come in the room, I'm like suddenly kind of like, ooh, oh, oh, well, I oh, might, really? I might put in a little extra, you know, I'm gonna, you know. It, Isn't it, that funny? Because it gets, I think it gets me out of like, uh, not that I go on autopilot because I really don't, but you know, it's something like that where it's like, oh, suddenly I'm off autopilot. I don't ever. It's not a man, Michael. You know what I mean? So suddenly I'm like, oh, I'm suddenly thinking about this and it present. It makes me fucking nervous. It makes, <laughs> me fucking, it makes me fucking nervous in a good way. Yes. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I'm like, I like want to do guys, well. I'm, I'm, I'm really comfortable. Like, yes. And like yeah. you said, we're not on autopilot, but like when we have a non-man, a non-dude, uh, we get into a space that's a little bit different. Yeah, I think it's comfortable. That's the thing that you just said. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's just this is the regular thing I always do, you know, and then here's a new a new thing. And it's like, ooh, that's a little outside the box. Okay, yeah, what am I going to do today? Oh, I'll have to think about it now. Yeah, it's not the thing of like autopilot. It's the thing of like, I'm super, super comfortable with cis men doing a scene. Right. doing yeah and then and then suddenly it's like oh but oh <laughs> new ah oh different yeah cool <laughs> so i just had my uh first uh trans dude mm-hmm. come see me the other day mm-hmm. and that was that was trip first first time <laughs> that was trip <laughs> that was a total trip yeah. uh because that also like goes away from uh, either like cis dudes, cis women, uh, trans women. Like, how do I deal with a trans dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had, I've been so blessed to have a bunch of trans men see me over the years. Ah, you're so lucky. I really am. (laughs) I really am. And yeah, again, just memorable. Like, I'm recalling faces right now. You know what I mean? Like, memorable, special, important scenes for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, It's so cool. It's so cool that we, as sex workers, sex workers or sensual workers or whatever you want to call it, like it. Isn't it mm-hmm. cool that we get to explore all these different aspects of sexuality and sensuality and the coolest? So rad. Yeah. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. The BEDPOST podcast is also brought to you by Club M4, the largest swingers club in the GTA. And I am on their events Instagram at Club M4 Events. And I just want to tell you all the awesome things that are happening for the month of December. Oh my gosh, so many cool things. We have Club M4's Fetish Fantasy hosted by Empress on December 18th. MILF Monday, December 19th. There is a Christmas disco and dance party on Tuesday, December 20th. By night Wednesdays on the 21st, a comedy night on the 22nd called Bumpin' Uglies, The Naked Truth, and then we have a bunch of amazing events running right through the holidays, 
December 23rd, 24th, 25th, all the way to their, get this, Glitz and Glamour New Year's Eve party on, of course, December 31st. Brought to you by the YSS, Young Swingers Society. You can find their main page on Instagram at clubm4.toronto, or once again, if you want to browse through these amazing December events, go to at clubm4events. <laughs> I want to talk about my book. I want to talk about your book. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm I'm even just curious at this title. I love this. The Heart of the Dominatrix. Like, why yeah. that? And why not something maybe, I don't know, something more like kind of severe? Um, and you know what I mean? Like more maybe, quote unquote, stereotypical dominatrix. Why are we why are we saying the heart of the dominatrix? Well, because what I'm looking for is heart. I, I want the I want depth. I want depth, baby. Like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking for superficial shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the title was really difficult for me to come up with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, because I wanted something that portrayed uh, exactly that depth. I wanted I wanted something that showed that there was more than just a pretty face on female domination. Yeah. Um, and this book is about female domination. The heart of the dominatrix is not about uh, BDSM. Mm-hmm. It's about femdom. Mm-hmm. And I think that that I, I need to be really clear about that, that uh, this book is not for everybody that's in the scene. This is for people that want to explore female domination, either as a top or as a bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Heart of the Dominatrix was a choice because I wanted to show the that there's more to it than just wielding a whip, for Mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. So the book's a compilation of interviews and and pictures, really, really beautiful pictures. Uh, (laughs) Humble. uh, (laughs) But I didn't take them. I didn't take them. You compiled them, though. Curated and compiled. I curated them. It's it's curation. Um, It's it's really interviews with these women. That's that's the most important part about this book. I think for your listeners, Mm -hmm, Pim, mm -hmm. uh, it's the interviews that are more important than the photos. Photos are cool, whatever, great. Mm -hmm. We can we can all look at photos online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not very interesting. Yeah, again, we're getting the heart of the dominatrix. We're right. not we're not looking at we're not focusing on the aesthetic of the dominatrix, you know. The aesthetic of the dominatrix is also very interesting. Yes, but that might be a subject for another book. Here you go. Um, uh, what was interesting for me was finding women that were really specialized in a specific practice. So there's a bunch of <laughs> There's a bunch of shit in the book that I would never do. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, I, and I'm glad because it's like, it's so diverse, the lineup. And like, that's super important when you're, you know, kind of compiling a group of people together. It's like, that's really important, actually, that you're uh, including people who don't look like you, including people who don't do it how you do it, including people that do things that you do not like that's super important when you're a person when you're the person bring compiling it right absolutely um so when i started this project i had no idea what i was doing first of all (laughs) (laughs) truth be told yeah yeah (laughs) no we were like post uh second lockdown in france and I don't know if uh, your listeners are aware, but like lockdown in France was a lot harder than in a lot of places in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we were coming out of a second lockdown. We hadn't seen anybody. Like I hadn't seen anybody for months. Yeah. <laughs> and 
I really wanted to create something that brought women together. Um, for, for those of you that don't know me, um, I organize a lot of events in Paris um, and in France in general, but mostly in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, organize it like a monthly pro-dom munch. I organize a bunch of workshops for pro-doms. I organize a monthly munch and play, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, community uh, events. It, it's super, like community is super important for me. And coming out of uh, nine months, because at that point it had mm-hmm. been nine months that I hadn't connected physically with my community. Uh, and I was like, huh, huh, what gotta am I going to do? Got to do something. <laughs> got to yeah. do something. Yeah. Uh, and this idea kind of came to me out of the blue. Oh, not really out of the blue, but it came to me to reunite women um, and particularly specialists. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's interesting. Also, just for folks who maybe need that explained, what's the difference between like a generalist versus a specialist? Well, I think that uh, Lady Pym, you and I are a little bit more generalist. I would agree. Yes, yes. Uh, I cannot be in my own book. I could not have been in my own book. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of fucked up, huh? Uh, (laughs) Like, I love too many things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I love to explore role play. I love to explore CBT. Uh, Not cognitive behavior therapy, but the other CBT. The other one. The fun one. Right, the good one. Uh, Uh... I'm not a bondage specialist. I'm not an, uh, like, I have a bunch of interests. All those things interest me, but I'm not really a specialist. Uh, the women that are in my book are specialists. Uh, they're really, they've like taken femdom and they found something that really drove them. If that was MedFet, there's one one woman that I absolutely adore. She's like a sports coach. Oh, interesting. She's a sports coach that uh, uses BDSM as um, motivation. I think that's genius. Wow. Uh, hypnosis, bondage, uh there's so many yeah yeah but they've done this one they've chosen basically one path and really just mastered the art of it i think that's so phenomenal yeah i i'm i'm the same as you i'm like i'm in awe of that i could never um, I (laughs) i can never keep my focus in one place for that long and i'm just like wow wow to everyone that does yeah, not me. I couldn't, <laughs> I don't know her. But yeah, so I think that's a really cool part of this book as well. It's like, yeah, we're going to get these like, really kind of in-depth, soulful, you know, heartwarming interviews. But it's like this, this other element of like, oh, but these are all specialists. These are all like, I would never call myself an expert in literally anything. But like, these are experts. <laughs> In their fields. And that's exactly it. And yeah. uh, there's one one woman that does human equine training. Like, wow, it's yeah. not pony play. It's not pony play. It's like human equine training. That's what she does. Like, she, I, I she's I a horse. Uh-huh. She's a horse. And she trains other horses. Like, oh, how cool is God. that? Like, <laughs> what a mind trip. So cool. So can I ask you, when you're like um, curating all of these interviews, so did you kind of, were you trying to get something specific out of them in these interviews? Like, did you ask specific questions meant to elicit a certain response to get those really, that depth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there were certain questions. Uh, so how this worked, uh, 
again, this was post lockdown, uh, number two uh, in France. Uh, I sent a list of 65 questions, but I really wanted to ask questions that dug a little bit deeper than the questions that were often asked uh, as pro-doms. Yeah. Um, like, how did you get your start? Yeah, how did you start yeah. is so fucking how, annoying. Uh, yeah. I've answered that question a gazillion times, and it's not an interesting answer. It's not an interesting question. <laughs> and it's, for me, for, yeah, it's not an interesting question, and it's not an interesting answer. Yeah. Like, questions for me that were interesting was like, uh, um, is being a dom intrinsically political? Like, mm. for me, yes. Like, being a woman, a powerful woman, is intrinsically political. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true for everybody, but, like, for me, yes. Uh, it, do you believe in uh, matriarchal relationships? Like, is that something that's true for you? Mm -hmm. Like, those were the sorts of questions that I wanted to ask. I love that. Um, like, um, what are some other questions that I asked? Whatever. Uh, like, those were the sorts of questions that were really interesting to me. Like, yeah, yeah. Digging a little bit deeper than, like, oh, how did you get your start? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, that was the first question that I asked. Because <laughs> it's one of them, but. But no, but you have to ask that question. But I think that because I asked 65 questions afterwards mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and that I asked everyone to read the list of questions before they responded to the first question, and I think that's something really important mm. uh, that you read the list of questions before you respond to the first one. I so think, you can kind of go from macro to micro, you know, right. it's like this, yeah. Let's set this up with the first, you know. Some women responded to five questions. Oh, wow. Lady V, Satanatrix. Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. know her, we love her. Yes, we certainly do we know fuck her. her. We fucking know, we know her, we love her. She can answer five, yeah. <laughs> She's a busy person. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what? Hmm. You got everything? She she answered five questions with 10 or 12 pages. Damn. Yes. She, she didn't answer five questions with five lines. She oh. answered five questions with developed responses. Yeah. She, she got into her shit. That, and that's, is that not a specialist answering? She's like, right. I don't need to answer these 65. Right. I'm going to answer exactly. five with the most detailed, precise, right. in-depth answers I can possibly muster. That is a specialist. She, she fucking bled on the page. <laughs> 65. Which is, fuck 65. She no. was like, eh, bitch, whatever. <laughs> I got... I got three responses. <laughs> I love that. That's, right? That's such a power move, too. I love that. <laughs> and, uh, but her chapter is rad. Oh, I bet. Uh, so how much time do we get with each of these featured doms? Oh, how much time did I spend with each of them? Or how much time did how, we in the each... In the book, like how, you know, how, uh, how deep are we getting with each one? Uh, depending on the person, between 7 and 25 pages. No, 25, that's exaggerating. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, oh, but I it's have not to look just, at that. That's a good question. It's not just one picture and like a little no, article. No, no, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. oh, no, 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 oh, no. No, the, the emphasis is really on the interview. Yeah. Uh, there are beautiful pictures for all you perverts out there that just want to, like, jerk off and, like, look at pictures. <laughs> Go ahead, buy the book. I <laughs> no, read Playboy book... for the articles. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, this book is really about, like, digging a little bit deeper into femdom. Uh, if you want beautiful pictures 
I would recommend that you uh, subscribe to OnlyFans. Subscribe um, to their <laughs> platforms, exactly. Right. Yes, pay like, them for it. Pay, <laughs> pay them directly for that. This is this book. Yes, there's great pictures. That's not what this book is about. This book is about sharing uh, femdom experience in all of its different forms. Not yeah. all of its different, in a lot of different forms. Yeah. I think that's so, I think that doesn't happen a lot. Like there are those gorgeous, you know, photography, fetish photography, large, you know, full color photography books. I don't know. Are there, are there many books that actually go this deep with its subjects, you know, like where you truly get both? It seems as far innovative. As I know, it seems... I, it, as yeah. far as I know, this is the first book of its kind. Yeah. Um, I say that with a little bit of shyness because uh, I'm really <laughs> proud about it. Uh, I, I mean, you should be. Yes, yes. Yeah, but at the same yeah. time, like, uh, yeah, I'm shy about it. But, like, I dared to ask these questions. I'm lucky. I'm a pro-dom. It was easy for me to contact these women. Yeah. Um, Where were you? So easy. Were you, were you nervous at all? Who were you no, nervous to contact? Anybody? Nobody. No, because oh, it was... Because yeah. it no, wasn't asking for a custom. The, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lady Pam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, okay, for a lot of different reasons. Because I was already uh, established as pro-dom, even though at that point I didn't have, like, a huge following. Mm-hmm. Uh, I contacted everyone uh online so it wasn't like i knocked on their doorstep oh hey is that a sin is that a sin uh would you mind being in my book no it's like i send you an email uh you accept the email or you don't like there was not a whole lot of personal investment there were a couple of people that i would really like to have been in the book Mm -hmm. that aren't Mm -hmm. but it's not a big deal uh, certainly a bunch of specialties that I would have liked to have been in the book uh, that aren't, but whatever. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't take it as a personal affront uh, that they didn't decide to participate. That was the benefit of coming out of confinement. Mm-hmm. Was that like, hey, okay, cool, I'm doing this thing. You're in or you're out. If you're out, no big deal. If you're in, rad. Yeah, 100%. Uh, And that leaves, you know, if you want to release a second edition, you know, (laughs) the fact that there are still more people, there are still more specialties that you want to include, you know, well, release a part two then. Yeah. It's not if. Ah, Exactly. exactly. (laughs) I was hoping to hear that. Good. Great. Good. Good. It's not if, no. Yeah. Uh, no, my partner is a really wonderful filmmaker, uh, and uh, our goal in 2024 is to go travel around. And I want, I want to see these ladies in their dungeons. I want to like spend some time with them. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because this had to be emails, right? Like, what happened right. with the pictures? Like, there were no photo shoots. Oh my god, done, were oh there? Or what happened? Oh my god, the pictures were a fucking nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Pictures were a fucking nightmare. I can imagine. So me in my naivete, mm. uh, I was like, oh, just send me your best pictures. Yeah, yeah, not quite. Right. Not quite. Uh, not quite. Uh, I got their pictures. They were like 72 DPI. <laughs> They're like a profile picture. They're in a, little, right. a tiny little avatar. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, um, yeah. High res, ladies. Come on. <laughs> right. So like uh, a third of the women actually had high quality photos. And they said, oh, oh, God, the whole process was a nightmare. The whole process was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I've been on the, um, 
other end of like, yeah, during the pandemic, I was, I had a fairly big feature in Hustler and they needed like, you know, in normal times we would have done a photo shoot, but it wasn't. So it was like, okay, I had, you know, uh, I had high res photos from a professional shoot I did that, you know, it, it had the same subject matter as the interview. So it was like perfect. But even the paperwork surrounding that, that they needed permission from, there was another person in the photos with me and then the photographer, you know what I mean? It would be like, then be printed in another in Hustler. It was like, just that was a nightmare. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was trying to print a high quality coffee table book. Yes, with... <laughs> 72 DPI. <laughs> 72 DPI. Thankfully, my partner is a photographer and Great. he used like artificial intelligence or I don't know what, I, I don't know what Enhance. he did. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did Enhance. like a bunch of shit. But I do want to redo the heart of the dominatrix uh, again. I really, I really think that there's space for this sort of work uh, to document doms, not just pro-doms. Even though the first book was primarily pro-doms, there's only one non-pro in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the heart of the dominatrix, uh, there's a lot of room for exploring uh, female domination and like the intricacies of what we do because i mean what's in the public consciousness surrounding dominatrices you know it's all the superficial shit like any media that gets created about us is usually not made by us right so this is really special in that it's our opportunity like i can imagine you know everyone being asked to do this we're just ready to sink their teeth into it because that's it's rare that a sex worker is creating you know this series about a sex worker you know this netflix series or like this feature film you know where the person is a dominatrix or even just a kinkster it's like they're rarely made by those folks it's like so this is really that's why this is so important to me oh thanks love yeah it's true. Oh, that means a lot to say and to, to hear. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I 100% mean it. Yeah, it's like, we've all done interviews on other podcasts, you know, where they're not sex workers or dominatrices or even kinksters, you know, and the type of questions you get and, or like, you know, some someone like in Vice wants to create a little you know, article or video or something with dominatrices and they edit it and you don't get to see, you know, the, the final, you know, whatever. It's like, it's all manipulated and, and, and for it not to be is, is very rare. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that was really important for me. Uh, uh, all the doms that are in the book, uh, they all got the final word. Uh, yeah. They all reread uh, what I edited because there was some edits, a lot of edits. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it's a book. So it's a yeah, book. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a lot of non-native English speakers that are in the book, mm-hmm. but everyone got their chapter. They got the right to accept or refuse everything. Um, mm-hmm. And that was really important for me. Uh, that they were okay with what I got out of their interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and Did- what I really want to do next is interview people in person. Yeah. Ah, yes. I want that for you too. Yeah. Yeah. Doing this type of stuff in a pandemic is <laughs> so much different really than like, up. yeah, it's just such a different experience from actually getting to, yeah, talk yeah, to these people in whatever, person. Yeah, uh, whatever, it was because of the pandemic that I was able to do it. Mm-hmm. I would have mm-hmm. never had time or effort or energy or desire or 
inspiration to do it otherwise. Yeah. So, true. like, thanks the pandemic. Or something, yeah. Or something. <laughs> or whatever. Right. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's like, fuck that shit, but whatever. Yeah. Did you, did, um, did you learn anything from these answers that you received? Oh, no, not at all. No, no. I, 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 knew, I, I know everything. I, 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 I know everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I have never learned anything in my life. <laughs> Fuck yes, I learned. <laughs> what jumps out at, um, in your brain as like something that you were like, whoa? <clears throat> um, there's a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, like girls are mean towards boys. Ooh, explain that. Hmm. Uh, girls don't like boys. <laughs> <laughs> Have I explained it? I require a little more. <laughs> Girls are mean to boys. Girls are, Girls mean, to are boys. mean to boys. Yes. Uh, for good reason. Because a lot of boys deserve being mean to. Yes. Got you. Yeah. Um, and agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's really dumb and stupid, but like... Boys are stupid. Yeah, they can be. Oh, my God. We talked a little bit earlier about uh, the difference between male and female clients Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, and our appreciation for that. Boys can be really dumb. Yeah. And they're just not... I mean, the way... What we're talking about is, like, the way men are cultured. The way young men are brought up. The way... Like, it's just so backwards. And it all comes out in sessions with us. Like, that we see how truly backward your thinking is. And, like... (laughs) It's fucked. It's fucked up. I'm going to see a dominatrice. I'm... I'm... (laughs) Sorry, I'm using my French voice there. I loved it. I was like, wow. I'm going to see a French dominatrice and I am going to submit for like seven minutes. Things that aren't interesting for me. How do you, what do you, so maybe um, in this interview response that you talked about this, that they talk about, like, I hate that it's up to us to teach men, like, how to fucking act. But, like, what do you do with that? How, what can you do with that that's, like, in some way fucking helpful? I actually I actually don't hate that. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't hate it. I... Oh. I don't hate it. Sometimes I resent it. But <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't hate it. I I feel blessed to be able to educate people, uh, guys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, how they can better honor women, how they can better honor people in general, not just women, but like people. Mm-hmm. Dudes are kind of a a joke. Did you say a joke? Yeah. Shh. No, I, did. I didn't I know, say a you joke. Said it, you said it so I, quietly. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say a joke. I didn't say a joke. I said a joke. Joke. <laughs> Hush. How, um, how do you mean? There's... So, okay, let's talk about popular, popular culture. Mm-hmm. Yes, you were raised wrong. That's not an excuse. I'm I'm sick of excuses of like, oh, but that's how I grew up. Okay, but you're an adult now. Be a fucking grown up. Yeah, and surely you know how to use the Google machine. What? So like, what? What is the excuse? Oh, Lady Pim, I'm sorry. What's the Google machine? <laughs> Typing Google. In, uh, in your machine and you could type something like how do I approach a dominatrix 
Yeah, well, how, do, how, do, how do I approach a human being? Yeah, how for example, I, how do I talk to women? How do I? Yeah, I mean, yes, just human beings, not even just women. But like, I don't. Yeah, there are resources literally in your pockets. There's a computer in your pocket. So, like, diversify your fucking friend group or something. Um, <laughs> I fucking love that. (laughs) Diversify your fucking friend group. Not to be mean, but fuck off. Perfectly said. (laughs) Oh dear, yeah, that's it though. I mean, yeah, like learn, yeah. Learn from different people. Learn from all walks of life. Learn. We don't expect you to be wake. Yeah, we yeah. Ex- we expect you to wake the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that clear? Is that is that like being okay? Is that politically correct? Like, I don't want you to be wake. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be wake. That's like way too much to ask. Yeah, we just, yeah, we just want this low bar, you know, we just want some basics learned. That's all. And yeah, yeah, maybe there should be a lot of classes around <laughs> that could teach you these things. Cause, yeah, but, but that's, that's what me and you are trying to do. Yeah, and that's essentially what happens when they book a dominatrix. Yes. Yeah, but for all the others... But for all the other people. Oh my who, god! Oh yeah. my god, Lady mm-hmm. Pim! I don't mm-hmm. know if we can actually put this on air. This mm-hmm. might like fuck it's controversial. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna blow up. <laughs> Things that shouldn't be on the internet. <laughs> I know. Is there like something specific that you're talking about that you could? Just because, like you know, there's conversations that are like, ah, nobody knows how to approach me or whatever. Um, nobody knows how to act, but like, is there one thing that we could say of like, here is how you can act. I always like to give that counter when yes, I bitch a little yes, bit about this, you yes. know? Yeah. Be humble. Hmm. Yeah. Be humble. Yes. Uh, not, not, uh, oh, what's the word? Ugh. See, that's the problem when you've lived in another country for a bunch of years. I know, I'm like, like, it's French in your head, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, What's the French word? Not that I speak French, but... Humility. Yeah, humility. Um, Yeah, but it's not the same. hmm, Um, hmm. Just, like, be cool. (laughs) Don't be a dick. Just don't be an asshole. Don't be a complete... (laughs) Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's my English translation, American English. I know Lady Pym, she's like Canadian, but like, whatever, don't be a dick. I think that translates. Yeah, but don't be a dick. Humilité? Don't be a dick. dick. (laughs) That's a pretty direct translation, I think. I think that's fabulous. I think that's great. And I think that's a great place to end because guess I what? That's a, uh, it's an hour can later I, can already. I just once again plug my book because I, we didn't we didn't at all talk about my book. Of uh, course. Like we talked about my book for like one second. Uh, my book is... <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell us all the places we can get it. And if you want to, yeah, yeah, tell a little bit more about something we didn't of, cover. Theheartofthedominatrix.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that we didn't cover... There's a bunch of awesome babes um, yeah. in the book. Theheartofthedominatrix.com. You can find it on Amazon, regardless of where you are in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy it. Not for me. Uh, for you. Buy the book for you. Mm-hmm. There it is. Okay. My big plug. <laughs> I'm really terrible at marketing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. Um, where can we find and follow you? Uh, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not very active on Instagram. Twitter mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, my website, Inanna Justice, I N A N N A Justice.com. Mm-hmm. Um, voila, voila. Lovely. 
Um, yes, for me, I'm most active on Twitter as well. You can find me at the Lady Pim One. But if you must go over to Instagram at the Lady Pim One or at the Bedpost Podcast, we have a Patreon. It is the Bedpost Show. We have a YouTube channel. It is the Bedpost Show as well. Um, and also the lady that does the music for the podcast is Stephanie Goblin. You can find more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. And Anna Justice, this has been fabulous. Is that French? Thank you, darling. No, not at all. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Just stop talking. Um, <laughs> hope everyone enjoyed this episode. I hope everybody goes out and fucking gets the heart of the dominatrix right now. Do it right now. And um, I hope that everyone uh, orders customs from Lady Pym because they are, they are worth it. Yeah, do that. Do that, people. Um, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. We will see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality. Until then, get fucked, everybody. Good. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 